Welcome to Dear Timothy Podcast with Maxwell Ogaga, a practical wisdom-filled podcast for pastors and ministry leaders. Hello, welcome to today's podcast. My name is Maxwell Ogaga. I'm excited that you tuned into our Dear Timothy Pastors and Ministry Leaders podcast. Last week, we talked about finances in ministry, and our emphasis was on the fact that your mind needed to be renewed, that God was more committed to your supplies than you are. He's the one that sent you. So we talked about mind renewal and the need to think abundance in the ministry, okay, that God wants to provide. All right, don't think scarcity, don't talk scarcity. Now, I'm going to share this week on a very important principle when it comes to finances in ministry. And that is the fact that finances flow towards impartation. What that simply means is that the more you impact people's life, the more you transform people's life by the ministry of the word and the demonstration of the spirit of God, you open yourself up for supplies to come. In Luke chapter 8, verse 1 to 3, the scripture says soon afterwards, he began going around from one city and village to another proclaiming and preaching the kingdom of God. The twelve were with him. So you, you can understand the emphasis of Jesus. We said, put the kingdom first. He was doing that. He was teaching. He was proclaiming and he was teaching. And also some women who had been healed of evil spirit and sicknesses. Mary who was called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out. And Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's steward, and Susanna and many others were contributing to their support out of their private means you would realize that the category of people that were listed as the ones who contributed to the ministry of Jesus were those who received impartations from his ministry. In fact, one of the partners of Jesus had seven demons in her, and Jesus casted that demon out, and Jesus healed, you know, their diseases. Are you following this? It says, women who had been healed of evil spirits and sicknesses. These were the women who gave to Jesus. So the emphasis of a minister must not be how to get money from people. Rather, you stay in the secret place. You learn how to administer the power of God. Your greatest giver in the ministry or the person who is going to sponsor your television ministry and the rest might be somebody right now who's got 10 demons. So your emphasis is not about looking at the rich people in your church. The Lord can use them. But your emphasis in ministry when it comes to finances is think impact. Am I demonstrating the spirit of God through teaching and preaching as much as I can? All right? Now, I'll show you something quickly. Galatians chapter 6. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 6. Galatians 6, 6. It's, this is very important. It says, The one who is taught the word is to share all good things with the one who teaches it. 
So if you're called into the teaching ministry, for instance, it doesn't mean you cannot operate in the, in, in the demonstration of the Spirit. The Bible says, uh, while Jesus was teaching, the power of the Lord was present to heal. So your teaching ministry can be accompanied by a strong supernatural presence. Outside of that, teach people so well that when they have learned what you've taught them, their lives get better, their businesses get better, their marriages get better, they will be of a blessing to you. So if you're a teacher, the way to get finances in ministry is strive to become a spirit-filled teacher, not just the motivational speaker. Teach people until they are blessed and they have no option than to share all good things with you. All right? Um, a dear pastor was sharing with me about a pastor who used to come to his minister's meeting uh, in, in, in a particular city in our nation. And after a while, this dear man called him and gave the ministry a plot of land and say, I've been blessed by your ministry. You see, that land was locked up in that man. And unlocking that land has to be by the blessing that comes from the ministry. So, dear minister of the gospel, take your eyes off money. Go for impact. Teach people until their marriages get better. Teach people until their lives get better. You read? Teach people until their life is transformed and be patient. Some of the people that are going to partner with you in the days ahead, they are in your teenage church right now. Keep pouring on them. Keep teaching them. Be the best teacher that you can. Learn how to, you know, work in the healing anointing. Lay hands on the sick. Cast out devils. Get people delivered. As you focus on impact, the resources will come. As you focus on impact, the resources will come. This is a very, very fundamental foundation for finance in ministry. Any minister who focuses on money would not be impactful. In fact, Brother Hagin warned, he says, the Lord Jesus told him that many ministers have lost the anointing because of money. And you know why? They focused on getting the money. But for someone like Brother Hagin, uh, who emphasized the teaching of the word and the move of the Holy Ghost and stayed there. You see people, you know, trying to sow to his ministry, trying to be of a blessing to him. Man of God, get back to the secret place. Get back to the study of the word. When you hold God's word to teach, let people be blessed. Let demons that are in the lives of those you're ministering to be casted out by the power of the Holy Ghost. Learn the word of God. Learn the administration of the spirit. And what is going to happen is after a while, when people are blessed by your message, they will start responding and start giving to the ministry and start giving to you personally. Let me quickly, our time is gone, but let me quickly read a scripture to you. Acts chapter 16, very quickly. A woman named Lydia from the city of Tyreter, a seller of purple fabric, a worshiper of God, was listening, and the Lord opened her heart to respond to the things spoken by Paul. And when she and her household had been baptized, she urged us, saying, If you've judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come into my house and stay. And she prevailed upon us. Did you see that? Verse 14, her heart was open to the message of Paul. Verse 15, she said, Paul, come and stay in my house. It was not Paul 
trying to go to, oh, can you house me? Can you? No, Paul focused on the message. Her heart was open. She received the message. The result of that was hospitality. Pray that people will receive your message. But beyond that, prepare the message well. When you have any opportunity to teach, teach so powerfully that people are blessed. Not to impress them, but to minister to them. Spend time in the place of prayers that you are able to cast out demons by the authority in the name of Jesus. The his sicknesses have been healed. You know, I remember, I'll just say this quickly, I remember the first place my dad got um, for free to do the ministry, she ministered to the, the, one of the relatives of the owner of the place and the, 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 the lady was completely healed of an ailment that they've been battling for years and the lady said my husband has this uh, place we would like to give it to you to use for your church so the venue was locked up in that administration there are a lot of resources locked up in the full administration of your gift. That's why a minister must never be so focused on other things that he does not bring his gifts into full manifestation. I want to challenge you today. Go back and hone your gift. Go back and be a minister of impact. The greater the impact, the more the resource that will flow in your direction. God bless you. Please, if you've been blessed by our podcast, endeavor to share them and i have got a book called god is the greatest giver in the ministry it'll be of a blessing to you i'd like to hear from you how this podcast have been of a blessing to you till next week god bless you thank you for listening to dear timothy podcast for more information please visit www.pastormax.ng or call plus 234-805-888-7575